And we're back. I almost got that, Kathy. I almost got there. It is. <laughs> Tried to get it before you did it and stuff, guys. Yeah, welcome yeah. to a ep- new episode of More Than Dice. Uh, today's a special episode on Champions Age of Sigmar. Um, John is off for the night, uh, and he is right out there. going and doing weird things. I have no. Clue John has been replaced by a John bot. By John bot. We call John our bot. John Bot uh, Schmidt Bot. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> What's going on? So we're on episode 71, 71. 71. Uh, and before we get 71. started, we want to make sure that we uh, give a shout out to all of our cool sponsors. Um, of course, if you can see up in the top left-hand corner of your screen, Tectonic Craft Studios, Dan is... One of our sponsors, he will be giving us a bunch of stuff to give away. Of course, I'll be painting it on air and then giving it away to y'all. Uh, last week, we gave away some um, uh, gift certificates. Hopefully, everybody used those really cool. Uh, we also have Muse on Minis. Muse on Minis is one of our big, big sponsors. Um, you'll see a code pop up within the screen stating that uh, you could use it to get 10% off everything you order from them. Um, if you need dials, tokens for whatever game, they're the people to go to. They also are a distributor of Judgment, uh, which you can get their miniatures, which are amazeballs, and the game's pretty fun too. And our last one is Mechanica Studios. Mechanica Studios also does a lot of cool stuff, has some awesome trays and dice stuff, which they will be selling our products pretty soon um, on their website, which stay tuned for that. It'll be some really new stuff. Uh, other than that, uh, John is off the air today, and we have Mr. Brian. What's your middle name? Wait for it. Schmidt. That's right. <laughs> That's it. Um, so we were doing that. Uh, I'm going to be streaming. I am going to be working on some uh, K-Door models. I need to get some stuff put together for uh, things coming up. I have a bunch of Doom Reavers I need to put on bases. I need to work on that. So y'all Doom Reaver spam is still a thing, huh? Oh, it, it, it's even worse now. Oh, it's God. really, really good now. The new I, I remember, make, make it really, I, really good. I, I remember when Butcher 2 made that thing discuss, made them disgusting. Uh, I don't. I don't. No. No, uh, thank you. The new, no new theme list is really good because it now adds all the Colden stuff and all the Colden Lords and all that stuff. Make them really, really good. <sighs> I'm so happy I don't play that game anymore. <laughs> I don't even understand what you guys are saying. It's, yeah. it's, so I played Mark 2 of uh, <laughs> War Machine. And my last match was against a Butcher Two Theme Force, which was ran. Uh, how many freaking? How many? Um, I can fit five on this list. No, it was six. There was. Oh, there hey, was, Kane. 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 We haven't actually started talking about uh, champions yet. Brian's going to tell us about how he used to play. Uh, a mini game. Yes. So my last event that I went to, uh, which aptly named was the ECR, the East Coast Rumble, mm-hmm. which my event was the, called the East Coast Rumble back in November. Um, it was a hardcore. It was hardcore. So you only had one list. Mm-hmm. I brought Circle, which is all the werewolves and stuff, which I love the whole faction itself. And they're stupid powerful now. Stupid powerful now. I've read all the. I've read everything. People tell me to jump back in you're it's perfect to jump back in like no i'll pass thanks <laughs> um and it was an all beast list versus uh 70 doom reavers i can see it back then yeah yeah and turn 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 two it was game over you got charged by all of them huh 
so that sounds like no, a- no. I didn't. He they didn't charge. He didn't charge. I charged because why not? Seppuku is always the way to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I see that Conjugate asked, "Do you guys play 40k?" I do play 40k. I played one of my league games with my Tal uh, this last Saturday, <laughs> and I was told. Uh, by like turn two, the guy was like, "I think I'm done. You've pretty much shot everything off the board." I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of what that sounds does. like." How you know? It sounds it, like how when you're Space Marines, you actually need to charge across the board uh, at the town and engage them as fast as you can. At least Unless that's my nice. reflection from the last time I played, which was fifth edition. Yeah. So, uh, if you bring knights, knights will just run all over them. Yep. So no, that's I, I did that. Which we didn't talk about what we did over the weekend on uh, the pre-ramble. We talked about other things. Uh, but let's, before we get started and go into all the cool things, uh, and we talk about all the other things that are going on and all the champion spoilers. Um, we have. Do we have any tributes uh, this week, Miss Kathy? Alex Trebek. What yes. Uh, Alex Trebek, what else? Anything else? Uh, tributes meaning... People have passed away or have had things that we uh, need to talk about. Um, Luke Perry, obviously. I don't know if you guys covered oh, that. Oh, that's Luke right. Perry. Yep. Yep. Luke Perry. Perry. I knew there was somebody else. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, if you don't mind, I go into my, my, my pro wrestling. Uh, yep. Mr. Yamaguchi uh, passed at the age of 62 yesterday. And King Kong Bundy as well. Oh, man. Oh. I remember yeah. King Kong Bundy. Yeah, he yeah. Um, he was one of the big guys. Oh, he yeah. Was, he, he demanded the five count in every one of his matches. Oh, yeah. I remember. So we we did a nice on my radio show. We did a nice little tribute to him um, uh, on Thursday night. So, um, by the way, um, Kathy, what are you drinking? I'm drinking rum and coke, my friend. Well, big surprise! Never uh-huh. would you be drinking rum and coke, Brian? What's your drink of choice today? I have a mysterious black cup. What's in that mysterious black cup? It will remain mysterious. It will remain mysterious. <laughs> um, today, I bought a new beer. It is Mother's Mater Familius. It Ooh. is a barrel-aged imperial stout. Or 11% alcohol by volume. Huh. Oh, that would get me completely drunk on one bottle. And um, I snuck a sip already, and it was really, really good. So we're going to sneak some more sips before we do this. Um... Hopefully, everything's going okay on Facebook, because it seemed to be an issue with Facebook right now. I'm not getting any chat overview on there, but maybe people aren't watching it as much. I'll check over on Facebook a little bit. It says no one's watching, but that's okay. Uh, We do stream live on Facebook for people that have a problem with the Twitch. Uh, So, to uh, Alex Rebecca having, what, stage four? Prostate cancer, I think is what it was. Yeah, stage four uh, prostate. Uh, no, um, pancreatic. Pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. And yeah. King Kong Bundy, and who was the other man? Luke Perry. Luke Perry, Perry. who died of um, a sudden. Um, it was a. It was a. Oh, crap. Stroke, he had a stroke. Yeah. yeah, it was stroke. They put him into a medically induced coma. Yeah. Within twenty four hours, so that basically means not good. Yeah. So to them, cheers. L'chaim. Holy shit, this is good. It's kind of got a fruity chocolate flavor to it. Uh, it is, what kind of fruit? 
aged in rye brandy and rum barrels. Okay. Ooh. I like huh. rye brandy and rum. Go get you some. I might go get another bo- another six pack of that or four pack or whatever it came in. Oh, that was really good. Very, very good. Okay, so today's hey. episode. Coving Scotty Potty's on. Hey, pal. How you doing? <laughs> What's up, Kovnik? Um, We are talking about uh, Age of Sigmar Champions. And today uh, we have do have some spoilers from the new set uh, that were given to us. But we wanted to talk about the game a little bit. Kathy has brought on a special guest, uh, Brian. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do on your spare time? So, my name is Brian P. Schmidt, not Wade Furchmidt. Wade Furchmidt, just to throw people off. Um, I am a Twitch streamer for Age of Sigmar Champions. I stream every Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I basically do casuals. Um, uh, I do giveaways. I do... Um, lots of things. I run a. I'm running the north. I'm one of the people who are running the Northeast Circuit, which is. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, can't talk. It is a. It is a, <laughs> a series of events leading up to our big invitational, which is going to happen in July. We don't have a date yet, but we'll once we have the date, um, we'll definitely let everyone know. It'll be on my stream uh, this this upcoming Saturday, March sixteenth will be the third installment of the Northeast Circuit and Wallingford, Connecticut at Dragon's Lair Games. Uh, Where's uh, Dragon's Lair, yes. Where is uh, 11, that? Uh, Wallingford, Connecticut. Wallingford, Connecticut? Yes. Okay. Um, tickets, uh, basically you have to be there by 11 to uh, register, and first round starts at 12. Um, my spare time, uh, I, ha- I stay home with my four-year-old son, who is uh, all full of energy? He does not like to stop at all. If you have kids, you <laughs> understand. Um, I actually do hobby once in a while. When I mean once in a while, it's when I have time. I'm always building decks, playing the online game. Um, what do you hobby? Talk- uh, what do I hobby? Uh, whatever's whatever I find is interesting, plastic wise. So. Uh, whether it be, um, like, I'm on this Titanicus kick right now. Oh, a lot of people are. So, um, and I'm also working on, uh, what's the, uh, uh, the Warlord game that I have? Um, oh, what is that? Epic. What is this? Uh, it's the naval game for Warlord that I've been kind of building the battleships and stuff for the Japanese fleet. Oh, cool. So, um,. That's what I'm kind of doing right now, but I barely, I don't like to, I don't have time a lot of the times to, to actually sit down and hobby. So when I get a chance to actually do sit down and hobby, I'm down, I'm down in my office at my station for three or four hours at most. The Just hobby building. cave. Yes. The editing cave. The editing cave, which I stream from, which I'm. Uh oh. Did we lose him? Oh, yes, we, we did. Lost, we lost Brian. Let's get him back. He should be able to just call right back in. I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know what happened. It just literally just shut itself off. Well, I, I, oh. So, what was I saying? You were talking about your editing cave. Yeah, my editing cave, which was my storage uh, unit for 
the house that I live in mm-hmm. uh, is now my editing cave. So I have my desk, my dual screens, um, my upgraded computer, finally, because right. when I was shooting, Kathy can say that I was um, freezing a lot. So now we're fully upgraded. So there probably won't be any more issues anymore. Fingers knock crossed. On, knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> other things I do, I run a pro wrestling radio show uh, every Thursday night on MixlerRadio.com uh, forward slash MESN radio. Um, if you're a pro wrestling fan, please come. That's weird. Device sure. is not. Okay. Um, I'm me. okay, Kane. Kane, I'm okay. Did, did we just totally crash? No. No. Uh, no. I don't think we did. working on stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, I... my Most of my passion is for card games and pro wrestling. So, pro wrestling has been one of my big things that I've always followed since I was a kid. And I do a radio show about it. I actually was at a show last night till about 2 o'clock in the morning in an independent show in Hoboken, New Jersey. So, I go mostly to the independent shows. I do watch some of the uh, WWE, or as if our old-timers in the chat know as WWF. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I, that's that's what I love to do. That's what I love in general. So besides my son and my wife, because I know they're watching right now. What? <laughs> you might want to tell them. me stream when I'm on someone else's stream. Oh, yeah, they're totally watching right now. Yeah, they're totally watching. Just like my husband. It, yeah, no. no it, what, is he asleep? <laughs> Oh, God, no. No, he's working. Oh. He's in the other room, working. R.I.P. WWF. Yeah, yeah. World, Wife, World Wildlife Foundation took... There was a huge... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Gonzo remembers this. There was a huge lawsuit between the World Wildlife Foundation and World Wrestling Federation yeah. over the... the, the, the um, Abbreviation um, name. Abbreviation. So now they're known as WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. I, I we rant on this all the time on the radio show. It's, it's, it's. This is. I don't want to take over your podcast, so I'm gonna just stop. Well, we actually <laughs> did talk about that one time uh, on ours. Yeah, I think we we had mentioned it somewhere on one of our shows about that. That we were like, yeah, because John Spencer is also a big fan of wrestling. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, All right. I think we mentioned that going on at one point. I can't remember when and where, but yeah, that was a mention. Meanwhile, meanwhile, so we can talk about champions. Why so, okay. I'm on the show. What? Right? I thought you're just no. You're just like disguised for John, right? I'm a John Bot. Remember the movie Face Off, guys? Yeah, this is this is what happened. So, okay, so let's talk about Age of Sigmar Champion. We've talked about it before. Kathy is. Very into it. Uh, give us a brief rundown of what a Age of Sigmar Champion is for people that are kind of new to this. Somebody. Me? me is or anybody Kat? here kind of new to that? Is that yeah. I, I know I got a couple of guys from my stream that are in uh, are here. So um, for everyone who does not know what the game is, it is a card game, TCGs. It's a collectible card game based on Age of Sigmar, the Age of Sigmar world, which is owned by Games Workshop. Um... Very fast-paced, very fun. Um, I pref- I like this game over everything. Um, it's probably one of the best card games. Easy mechanics to learn. It's an easy game to learn, but hard to master. That's the easiest way. This is the one way I can explain it to, you, to anyone. Uh, there's combos. There's in-depth um, interactions. 
But if you just want to learn, it's easy to just pick up and learn. Starter decks come with everything you need plus an additional pack. So it's nice. It's very nice. Um, they do have some interesting new con. Uh, I wouldn't say concepts. They they do things different than most uh, card games. There's no mana system. Nope. You just are limited by how much you can bring out in a turn. Yeah, it's you have two actions per turn, uh, and you don't draw at the beginning of your of, of your turn. You draw when you have uh, at the end of your turn when you have action points left over. Correct. So that all cards in your hand are kind of a uh, a necessity for this game because yeah. if you don't have cards in your hand, then you're not doing you're not doing too good. Correct. Also, there is uh, a special mechanic and something that is interesting is you have, do have hidden cards that even you don't know about. So what they're called, they're called blessings. So each under each, you have four champions that are there. Um, you have blessings underneath the champions. And once you complete, each of the champions have little corners for quests. So when you play cards that do certain things, certain, certain damage, if you play a unit, play an ability, play in a spell, remove a unit, those will trigger the quests. Um, so you can, once you go full counter, uh, counter uh, counterclockwise... Yeah, counterclockwise, because they're going to the left. Uh, you get your blessing, which is randomized, because the gods are very fickle. Zeech is very fickle. <laughs> so Zeech likes to play around with things. That's how, when I demo the game, and I, if they want to play Chaos, I say, Zeech is just playing around what, what, what your blessings are, so you don't know what you're getting. If it's orcs, I say, Gork or Mork isn't happy, and they pick stuff for you. Um, Sigmar, I say, Sigmar is like, these are the blessings you get. Deal with it. And Nagash says, I'm just going to give you these. That's it. I, I make Nagash the big jerk of the whole thing. Yeah. He is a big fat jerk. But Gordrak is worse. Um, <laughs> the, the big G. He's, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is... I've been playing card games since 96. My first card game was Pokemon when it first came out. Oh. So that was 90, yeah, that was a long time ago. And I went from Pokemon to Magic the Gathering yep. to Dragon Ball Z, which was under Upper Deck. Yep. And then I went to Versus, and then I went to Versus, got taken, when Versus got taken, went to the LCG format. And then when they introduced this game was coming, I was like, oh, sold, done, going, let's go. So, um, since August of July of last year, um, I've been basically in this game full, like, I've basically headfirst d d dove into this game. That was and me too, yeah. Uh, Gen Con is when I discovered it, and I discovered it at the Games Workshop booth at Gen Con, really? not at the Play Fusion booth. I was at the Games Workshop booth because my husband and I paint miniatures for a living, so, you know, we 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 paint games workshop stuff and yeah. we, we also have played the games and so i was over there and i saw that there was a card game that they were selling as well as in the play fusion booth and i picked up a the starters for chaos and destruction nice and a few booster packs and the two girls i was with also picked up at least one starter deck each and nice. a few booster packs and we all went went over to a table and sat down and unwrapped everything, and we had no idea what any of it meant. And then my friend Kat and I went over to the Play Fusion booth and did a demo, and we had a blast. And when I got home from Gen Con, 
I was looking at the little booster cards, and they have the website. So mm-hmm. I went to the website, and that's when I discovered there was going to be a digital app, and that you scan your cards in. And I hadn't known that beforehand. <laughs> so funny thing with that is, the app was like silently released at launch of the game. Yep. So we didn't know about it until it actually. And actually, when I was running the um, the the casual the casual event at Gen Con, so um, when this game came out, so it came out Gen Con last year, we were going to it was me and two other people. We were just going to play like a casual constructed deck, like ten people or more, just rent a table at Gen Con and play. Play Fusion came to me and said, "Listen, we want you to run the event at our booth." I'm like, sure, okay. This is what I want you to do. Up it up to 12 bucks a piece, which is fine. Everyone who enters gets three packs and prize support added on. So that morning, as soon as I, I got done with talking with Play Fusion, I posted up to Facebook, sent it everywhere. Initially, we we're going to have about 15 people. It shot up to 41. Nice. So we had 41 people at the first constructed event that I ran at Gen Con last year. That's awesome. So the the event started around 8 o'clock Saturday night at Gen Con, and it went to about 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it was just single round Swiss. So there was no 2 out of 3. It was just one game. You win, you win, you lose, you lose, but you keep playing. Simple as that. And everyone got a pack just for playing in each round. So that was, that was my experience. And then... Um, I brought it to my local store here when it came out. I've been running events there. Um, I've been working my butt off to make sure that everyone gets to play. So yeah, I'm 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 here. I'm here for the long run for this game. And Play Fusion does such a good job, mind you. They do. There are certain things that they do do that a lot of people don't like. But what would be those, for the, some of those things? Um, the stacking rule number one was the big thing that everyone wasn't a fan of. That I, I saw that everyone was, you know, not happy about. Um, the I think the stacking rule was the big thing. And then the Scarbrand nerf, which there's been much debate of why it was moved down to 10 points, 10 life, instead of, you know, uh, the damage increase reducing that. But those are the two big things. But it's going to bring the game closer. Now, with most of these new cards that have come out with Savagery, from what we've seen... They've kind of balanced everything out. Every single set. So set one, you had Gordrek that was basically king. He basically won all the main main all, all the events. The next event, uh, when set two came out, we were all previewing it, and it was like, hmm, Scarbrand's going to be the counter, but there were still counters in the sets to Gordrak that you could do. So each like it felt like that set one, and set two should have been released together. Not as separate one separate you one know, set one set two. And it's funny because one of the uh, the Play Fusion developers was talking about on on his stream was that they they were they were kind of meant to be together. Yeah. And I, uh, and the stacking rule originally was the way it has been changed to be now. If that makes sense. It does because they did do a test. At the beginning of January, with how the stacking rule is now, and then they waited till about 
I think it was the beginning of February they changed the stacking rule. So it worked. I think it works. I'm I'm I play Gordrak on the on the uh, stream a lot. I'm not. I'm kind of like upset that sometimes I can't stack it on top of my big stabber crew. But oh yeah, I run across that. I've been playing Gordrak uh, in practice for the upcoming tournament at Adepticon, which is at the end of this month in uh, I'll be there. Illinois. And yeah. Brian will be there, and Shbelly will be there. And Ish. some people are familiar with Shbelly. Coming all the way from Nova Scotia, yeah, the east side of Canada. If Brains is in the stream right now, because he <laughs> likes to think that Nova Scotia is on the west side of Canada, which it's not. It's on the <laughs> east side of Canada. That. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous of y'all getting to go to the directionally uh, unaware. Well, the 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 plan is we're doing Rocky Friday uh, Saturday night, right? I, I assume that's the we're plan. Doing, we're doing Rocky Saturday night Rocky Horror Picture Show. We are we're picking up and uh, heading out. It's about a half an hour from the venue. And that's fine. I'll bring and, uh, some of the Brits with me. I don't think they've ever been to Rocky, so we're gonna we're gonna have some, which is funny because it is a British uh, movie. I mean, it is a British cool. movie. It so, is very much a British, British stage show, so. Well, I'll see if they want to come. I think that, see, the interaction, I went to Las Vegas Open. Uh, I worked there. I did demos at there at the LVO. And um, after the con and stuff, we got to, I got to hang out with uh, Jane from PlayFusion, Owen from PlayFusion, Ian from PlayFusion, everyone from, Josh from PlayFusion as well. Uh, well, Josh is Utah and, you know, West. I don't think any of the Brits are coming to Adepticon. Ian is. But he's... Oh, he's... well, but he lives here now. Yeah, that's true. So is he oh, that and so Kane, uh, Kane says in the chat, he says, I'd say the biggest fan concern was that Playfusion was too soft in balancing meta issues, but they said that will change after Savagery, so it should be fine. And I agree with that, just based I do too. on some of the the heavy hitting cards that we've seen spoiled oh. so far in the Savagery set. Especially well, all those wonderful Sylvaneth spoilers. Oh. Do we just want to get get these spoilers over with? Because well, I know that Brian's not going to be here. Uh, got a little time. Entire, the entire. Well, okay. I have a question yeah. though, because PlayStation. Clones. Um, Sherlock. You one of my favorites because I love your name. Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate it. Thought I was your favorite. Well, I said one of my favorites, to be fair. Uh-huh. So, does PlayFusion have pretty much rights to do whatever the hell they want? So, with um, Games Workshop, they, 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 they have the IP from them. So, they can't really do anything without the okay from Games Workshop. But they pretty much are they pretty much hands off when it comes to like balancing and no, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. totally play fusion. Yeah, it's totally play fusion. Okay, yeah, because I mean, because I'm just thinking like GW, they really probably wouldn't even know what or the hell to do. Like, oh, don't do that because that's going to make us more money, or that's going to be you know that's just how that is. But play fusion is like, no, you don't understand. This is how the card game works. I think that. Playfusion has, on the card game side, has full control. Okay. But when it comes to the artwork and the and the lore and stuff, yeah, it has to go by Games Workshop guidelines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Common yeah, sense on that one. Because it's their IP, so yeah. you can't really say no. We're not going to do it this way, but we're going to do it this way. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. 
But yeah, there's some, and from what I know, there's a couple of th- couple of cards in the new set that have original art on it mm-hmm. that got okayed. So I'm actually pretty excited for that. Blobby, blobby, blobby to you there, Adam. Sorry, have to have to say hello to my uh, my Brit friend, Adam, who took Lord Archeon, who is here. <laughs> Well, we do have some stuff that we can kind of have everybody kind of look at. Uh, we do have two new cards from the set. Yeah, um, we'll show one of them. I'm just going to put them up as a, the uh, on the screen. Let you talk about them. Um, yeah. One I'm super excited about because it's what I love more than anything, and one is just kind of there. Um, first one is frenzied bloodletting. <laughs> okay, so frenzied bloodletting is a spell. So you have a, um, it's three, th- three, three, and three, no clunky corners. When a highlighted ally or enemy uses a heroic act, <coughs> barf, um, deal damage to your opponent. So this basically is going to have, if you go up against someone who uses Gordrak, or if you have someone who uses Firebelly, like I do. Hashtag puke for the win. Hashtag puke FTW. Um, <laughs> this will hurt me a lot. Um, it's going to do it. So my placement, um, with this, my placement with this, if I'm to use this as a player, be across with anything with heroic acts. Um, so you have the cast war, the war chiefs, um, the, the two drop that have, do one damage. Um, the mordants that do one damage. I'm trying to think if there's any other heroic acts. Um, loudmouth. Anything orc, um, anything in the destruction that has a rogue act, this is going to really slow slow them down. Uh, I'm trying to think. Order has a couple ones with heroics. Voris, um, Aventus. Aventus is starting to see a lot more play now, too, with uh, Aventus, Aventus Zoo, which is fun. I play that deck now. That's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really good spell, and actually, one of the developers. Who streams the game, by the way, uh, said that we were all wanting a mage meta. Well, here comes the mage meta. So I'm very excited for this card. Mm-hmm. Um, something that sees me coming into this, um, of course, because I'm not into it as much as you are. I do like playing it. Um, mm. So is this set going to have 152 new cards or is this? Yes, okay. it's going to be 152 new cards. Uh, no reprints right now. Okay. No reprints yet. They don't really. I've asked a couple of times. During set one, there were two cards that needed to be reprinted because of wording. And I asked them, I said, listen, are these going to be reprinted just to reflect the wording? They're like, no. Maybe when they're re-released or reprinted, then yes. Uh, Scarbrand got reduced. So mm-hmm. all, all the Scarbrands that are being produced right now have the 15 or less. But he's been um, uh, FAQ'd to be 10 or less. Gotcha. So... Uh, it it's on the player to know the rules for the card. There are some people who are taking their scar brands and whiting out the twelve and put uh, whiting out the fifteen and writing in ten. I'm not kidding you. I've seen it I done. I feel like I I would just do that on my sleeve. Yeah, but, yeah okay. I don't think I'd do it to an actual card. I would do it to a sleeve. Just so. Yeah, it, I, there's a couple people that do it sleeves. Some people did a card. Uh, Sherlock is saying Briar Queen. I agree. Yes. Yeah. That's definitely. Uh, once they there's the, once they start like rotating sets, I think this is when they're going to reprint cards. Um, mm-hmm. So coming back from an old Magic background, and we're talking about yeah. this, um, are the the prior sets are still good to use in any tournament, right? 
Well, uh oh. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, the older sets are still usable in tournaments, right? It's not like the so magic. Right now, where, yeah. Where so just, set, there's only two sets right now. Set one, yeah. set two, warbands and the starters. So they're still legal right now. But once they do, what they're doing with Lightseekers is that they do rotations as well. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to start doing a rotation probably at the end of the year. Um, but I think they're going to start doing a rota uh, rotating sets in and out of uh, the game. Are they going to say well, the last, you know, the the two newest sets are the only ones that are legal for tournament play. They, uh, from from what I'm gonna, what I have a feeling on, there's gonna be a base set, almost like how um, uh, Magic Magic had like uh, two 2010, 2011. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, that would be something they would do, like as a reprint, as a, like a base set for the game. Okay. That would be the smart thing to do, but I don't work for PlayFusion, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that was one of the complaints. Uh, some people were like, I don't want to have to spend all this money on the cards, and in six months, my cards are useless because they've taken my sets out of the tournament. No, they're not going to do that. Okay. We have... It, it, the only time I could see it from a Magic perspective, us having a set rotation would probably not be until the end of the year, if anything. If they do a set rotation, probably not be till the end of the year. Okay. All right. Um, so we know what this one is, and this one is, to me, is the lesser of the two, in my opinion. Wait, hold on. Let me think. Do you play Age of Sigmar? Yes, I do. Do you play Order? Uh, yes, I do. Do you fancy yourself some trees? I love me some trees! Okay. Danto likes the wood. <laughs> he likes wood? I like wood. <laughs> All right, Gonzo, show us what you got. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And... Here, here's some good wood right here. Yeah, this wood is mighty and strong. So, this is the spirit of Durthuru. 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 excuse me. So, <laughs> it's a it's a tr it's it's probably the all the champions that are coming out now are coming with easy easy questing sides. So, damage, Sylvaneth, damage, Sylvaneth to complete it. This can be completed in one turn. No, two turns, sorry. His heroic act is Discard one Sylvaneth from your hand to deploy one Sylvaneth from your discard pile. There are so many cards that can abuse this. For example, where is it? I was looking at this before because I was prepping this up. Screeching Spite Revenant, which I re uh, spoiled on my stream. Um, and then you can take Loyal uh, Kurnoth Hunters. Um, God, there's so many other things you can do with this. Um, where is the other one? Metamorphosis. It's the Merciless Tree Revenants. It's it's amazing. Only problem is you can't play this card with Ariel or Dryatcha. Dryatcha 12. High. Yeah. So she's 8 points and 1 health. The yeah. 1 health is good, but the 8 points is just a little over... This is maybe a little over-costed, but from what I'm told... Uh, the des the design it keeps it very um, they keep it fair. So um, there's I assume there's going to be lower costed champions for Sylvaneth, so you don't have to rely on Stormcaps or Elves to run uh, pure Sylvaneth deck. But this is just wow. I mean, you like, could have two of these if you really wanted to in a deck. Unlike the other two, they're not. It's not unique. Yeah, you can run two of these, definitely. Um, there's so many possibilities that they're showing with Sylvaneth. It's just... 
I'm going to be playing Sylvaneth. That's 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 this is this is going to be the meta deck. Sylvaneth are going to be the meta unless something comes better, comes quickly that we haven't seen yet. I mean, Bloomspite gets maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Let's hope, let's hope the Grot Revolution does happen. I'm a fan of it. So. <laughs> I mean, but historically, in Age of Sigmar, isn't Nurgle kind of the the nemesis of the uh, Sylvana? Mm. Lore wise. Lore wise, um, yeah, I think so. I'm not really fancy on the new up to date up to date AOS um, lore, but yeah, I think that's this is Nurgle doesn't really like them at all. He's good, don't get me wrong, but he can't be played with any... No, he can't be played with any of the boss guys, Sherlock, at all. Because that so, would be OP. That would be disgusting. So, <laughs> unless unless there's a zero-order champion coming... Which maybe, Which is a possibility. You could play this with Dryetcha. And that could be... Or Dryka, as I like to say. Tomato, tomato, okay? Yeah, right. See, I play with both of them in Age of Sigmar, so I should be able to play him. Both of them in this <laughs> game. Eh. Yeah, but you cheat. I don't cheat. I just <laughs> use my points effectively. I joke. Yeah. So, but yeah, this looks very promising. You, you see a pure discard mechanic coming from Sylvaneth. So, well, a way you, to get stuff back into your hand too. I mean, just think about. It. I mean, you're like, oh, well, that big thing got destroyed last turn. Okay, I don't give a damn. I'm just it's coming get back. Rid of it. It's coming back. It's going to kick you in the face again. In uh, the Tifers. She is. He. Uh, the spirit is a warrior, so you keep, don't have much access to some of the spells, but Dryetcha is a warrior wizard, so if you do do Dryetcha uh, spirit and then two zero cost champions, which may happen, um, you can easily run Blessings of the Forest, Primal Terror, Metamorphosis with this card. So gonna be. It's just. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm waiting to see how this goes. I'm waiting how to see this meta changes. Are, are you thinking that this may be coming up into something broken, or just something really, really good? Really, really good. Um, I don't really think any. So I'm the more positive look when it comes to cards. Um, I'll people will crap on cards. Oh, I yeah. won't. I see potential in everything. That's the way I've always been. And a lot of these cards have, like, some of the bad cards do have potential. Like, Firebelly, I thought was, you know, ick. And then I was like, eh, it's okay. It could be very possible. But then Firebelly Puke came out. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't see this one. And I was always futzing around with Aventus. Never thought of doing, like, an ALF Aventus build. Like, I was trying to quest Aventus, and that took way too long. So, but the a, the AL the uh, Aventus no, Zoo no. is a lot better. So that is that is my take on this. I'm gonna be the metas. Kane says it's gonna be metas gonna be Sylvaneth and Death after Savagery. That's possible. It's very yeah. possible. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And Sylvaneth is the only I'm new one. At, Sylvaneth is the new tag. But is the only? I'm gonna try. But they're, oh, they're uh, not. They're not. There's not another one coming out. Sylvanath is just the only new. No. Uh, Destruction is getting, as far as new tags go, Destruction is getting... Uh, oh, I'm blanking. Squigs. Squigs, Squigs. are a separate okay, tag from Beasts. 
Yes. And goblins. They're a separate tag. Gobos. So, uh, death is just changing, um, and chaos is getting Nurgle. And I know my my good friend Hamish, who just won the uh, uh, Northampton uh, Invitational, uh, is very excited because he plays Nurgle in ALS. So, he's very excited for that. Love me some Nurgle. I'd love me some Nurgle, too, and some Zinch. Squig Emblem. Yes, I'm getting tattooed, by the way, there, Adam. Chaos was my first starter deck. Destruction, my second. Um, but I have I've been a fan of Chaos since like 1990. I was always that Space Marine player, so I kind of played Marine. So uh, it doesn't surprise me. Brian, would you be proud of me jamming in physical cards into the app? Me, me literally jamming them into your into your app? I don't know how that would work. How would that work? I don't know. Did you did you like mess with the coding? <clears throat> Maybe. If you want to jam stuff into physical app, go ahead. Excuse me. So with what's coming out right now, what are you mm. seeing are the lookout oh shit combos that you're 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 seeing and looking from the new stuff coming out this uh, game? So already Sylvaneth Discard's gonna be the oh shit thing. That is definitely gonna be the the manipulation in your discard pile with Sylvaneth is going to be one of the big things, hands down. Uh, Chaos is getting uh, abilities to play spells, abilities over spells, which in the game you can't play abilities over this over spells. Uh, yep. But Chaos is getting a couple of fun things for that. Um, I haven't really looked at the the deaths the death spoilers yet. Yeah, but Kane so, has. Okay, Kane well, has all kinds of ideas about death. Like a credit card reader, we're not doing that. No, no, no credit card reader there, Jake Rod. Um, de- uh, destruction's getting well. Ogres are getting more heroic act manipulation, so it means we can do multiple heroic acts in one turn. I was hoping, I was hoping something like that would happen because of uh, calling Mornfang cavalry being so difficult of a card to yeah. use in onslaught. But now it can be used. Um, Bellowing Voice is such a, a blessing in disguise. The Maul has blessed us with that card. And um, uh, the new 7-point champion, which is so good. Easiest thing to quest I've seen. Uh, ogre, damage, beast, damage. Easiest way. And he can search for a beast card immediately as soon as he comes as a heroic act. Incense Thunder Tusk. Yeah, Incense Thunder Tusk is amazing. There's another one that has uh, a heroic act, which is discard two cards from your hand to deal uh, corner damage to your opponent and draw one card. Yep, and then there's a card, and then if you discard Bellowing Voice for any discard effect, you can search your deck for an ogre. So, uh, they're going to pay off. It looks like ogres are going to be basically paying off when you discard cards to add in stuff. So. Right, we'll be happy to play our Beast Ogre decks again with Incense, Thunder Tusk, yes, a Beast, I, and an Ogre. Yes, I cannot wait for that. That's gonna be that's gonna be the um, that's gonna be the deck to build next to Spirits and the and um, and uh, Sylvaneth. I, I I honestly think that Chaos is gonna remain the same. To be in my honest opinion, even with all the new stuff, you're still gonna see Scarbrand. You're going to see some new Nurgle tech, but I Do don't even know. Do you think that there will be more more Chaos decks that aren't just reliant on the luck of the draw? 
Yeah. Um, there, there's a, there's um, there's a mad, there's an all spellcaster cast deck that's running out there that uh, do, that does a lot of good things. It's just missing one, a few, couple of things, and it looks like we're getting one of them already. Uh, vir- virulent discharge is coming in the next set, where it's, you can basically play an ability over spell. Scarbrand and Gardrak will still be there, but you won't have them as being like what everyone else plays. Everyone's playing that deck. It won't be like that the net deck that everyone plays. That oh. makes sense. Are there anything that you think may just be a little over the top? Honestly? Yeah. With this the savagery stuff coming out, um, I think everything is just... Even it evens it out. Yeah, everything evens it out. The one thing that really bugs me is the Harbinger of Decay, but that's just that's just me. Um, cool card art, by the way. Yes, the that is th- that is one of the original artworks for the set right there. So original to play fusion, not, play uh, fusion. not a GW art. Yep, it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Um, I don't see anything over the top yet, and a lot of people will probably yell at me later tomorrow on my stream and kathy you can yell at me too it's okay you know what? we'll find the over to top thing like within a week of the release of yeah the like um april april 6th that saturday i will probably have it already what's the over top stuff kane will have it already i already know that for a fact are they gonna... definitely... hmm? since it's coming out the, the set drops in april 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 5th April fourth, April fifth. Yeah, something like it's that. It's a Friday. Is anything gonna be dropping in Adepticon? Uh, so we will. I c- cannot confirm it. I but cannot I, confirm or deny. I cannot confirm nor deny. Um, I believe that a lot of the L- local game stores that the um, am I frozen? No. Okay, because my screen is frozen. No, everything's okay. okay. So um. And most of the locals are going to be doing pre-releases the week before. Uh-huh. So there, I believe we may be doing a pre-release at Adepticon. It's not confirmed or denied. But I, I was kind of hoping because it's so it close to the actual release. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not. I'm going to say. Um, I just. I, I'm hoping for a first strike to happen at Adepticon. We're just dorks, so you know we're hoping. Yeah, we're hoping. I rather I rather that happen because I'm uh, someone's running for me at my my local game store, so I'm I kind of want to run one, be nice. Is Play Fusion going to actually be at Adepticon this year? Or? Yes, they will be. I will be working for them. So okay, so they'll be at Adepticon. So there's a there's a good chance that something could show up, right? Very good chance. Uh, they'll be at Adepticon. Uh, they'll definitely be at Gen Con. I can I can tell you that right now. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if any anywhere else they'll be. Okay. Um, I'm sure they'll be at at least one of the packs. Packs unplugged, maybe. They'll be back in Philly. I can tell you. I can probably guarantee. I can without confirming it. I can probably guarantee it that it's going to be. They're going to be at Philly. Um, when will we know the entire card list? Um. So right now, um, I'm going to do quick math really quickly. Uh, four, eight. So we probably will have the last Savagery release of uh, pre-releases uh, probably before the 29th. So that's another... 
two weeks. Yeah, it's another two weeks. So we may have. They, I think they're going to review. I don't think they're revealing the whole set. I think they're saving some uh, for everyone just to find the new cards. So they'll open it up and get to see what you like. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I remember. Those uh, days. Yeah, it's one of those things. They're not. I don't think they're going to release most of the set. I'm. I can't confirm that. And I know the UK people are asleep right now, except for Adam because he's a crazy person. Um, <laughs> Adam doesn't sleep. Adam doesn't sleep. He actually went to an event. He drove. He did an overnight. Drove two and a half hours to the UK event, and then went home. Drove two and a half hours. So he's we, he's he's good. Did we read Kane's thing? Scarbrand will continue to be the chaos deck unless the meta changes enough to say Scarbrand isn't a viable meta choice because it's either too inconsistent or because it doesn't match up well against other meta decks, which is unlikely. True. So only around... Yeah, so around... See, I did read that. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's going to be... Uh, it's oh, conj oh, that's right. Conjugates is over in the EU as well. Yeah, it's two o'clock in the morning there. I'm sorry, I forgot. You're in, you're you're over in the EU. I know. We appreciate y'all coming in, especially this. Yeah, week. I do appreciate it, guys. They come in on my stream too, so I do appreciate it. Please, you guys, make sure you guys follow them, please. Please do. Oh, for the people yeah. that are new to our stream, um, usually we talk about miniatures and stuff, but we talk about all type of games. That's the reason why we're. Gaming from all sides we're, of the tabletop. We're more than dice, yeah. Gaming from all sides of the tabletop. So not only do we talk about miniature games like Warhammer and uh, War Machine, we have been talking about card games lately because uh, I know Gonzo and John, our other co-host who isn't with us tonight, have been playing the Transformers card game as well. Yeah, John and I stream those on like Wednesday nights. We'll be doing that, which we'll be doing some other card games too, but... And we also talk about role-playing games because we're dorks. Nothing I, wrong with that. And I run a role-playing game on Wednesday or Tuesday nights. Uh, live stream. Yeah, we live stream it, and we've been doing it for over a year with these guys. Nice. Uh, I don't know that it's called Dawn of the Harbinger, and it's a uh, uh, very far in the future oh, Star Wars Kat, game. Did you see that? You're the best, Kane. You're you're also one of my favorites. You and 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 Schmidt and Binzi uh, and Sherlock Holmes. All right. Of course, you know Will Hall, but he's not here with us. No, he's not. He's a no, he's not. Arena dude now. <laughs> I guess Kane. I guess Kane's driving up to Connecticut by himself now. Aw. Um, Kathy did mention something, and I, I wanted to bring it up because I thought this was very interesting and is very unique to the game now, uh, because this is stuff that's happening. Because uh, we have the technology to do it, of uh, doing online tournaments. So, the online tournament thing has happened several times. Mm -hmm. It has been organized by PlayFusion. It's been organized by um, outside sources. Correct. Uh, meaning, John John was the first one to do it. But we had um, Mike Mike uh, Kurlaski, I think, was the one that did I don't remember if it was Mike. I forget who it was, but he ran... Mike like oh no it was Barry uh oh, Bazdaka. Yeah, Bazdaka. He ran um an online tournament for six it was like sixteen of us that played. Uh online tournaments are possible. You just gotta get your get your opponent. Um, the the difficult thing we ran into with that sixteen person tournament that Bazdaka ran was the time zones, I yeah. think. 
Uh, I know I had to I had to arrange my game with Ionic, who was in Hong Kong, I think. Yeah, he's <laughs> in Hong Kong. That was we were like exactly twelve hours apart, so his nighttime was my morning. <laughs> yeah, but to me, that's freaking cool as shit. Because it, it really was. Yeah, it, is. it was fun. Who, who would have ever thought that one day that you know playing Magic, I could play a tournament with a guy in Japan yeah. in real time. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm biased opinion. MTG on Air Arena is not good. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just saying, as, uh, as an what, old though, thing, the, the animations are cool. I don't know about <laughs> the game mechanics, but the animations are cool. Yeah, I have to say. I just thought it was very interesting, uh, and I yeah. think that's really it. Really does good for the community, in my opinion, because anytime I can find a game, no matter what, or I can play from someone I don't know. Uh, yeah, but it's personable not just you know from the um the app but getting together with that person and going hey let's set up a game because this is a tournament you know i think that that just grows the community a whole lot more excuse my burping um no, no, it, it helps it out a ton it helps a lot like there's times i need to play test it play test a deck for a tournament or if just want to play test something because i thought about it in my head i can just message one of my buddies uh the great cthulhu who's in my stream a lot he actually lives 10 minutes away and he if he can't get over here just log on to the app and bam we're good um so it's it's nice it's nice to have the the digital component available but i don't like to focusly mostly focus on physical on digital uh digital only i'm more of a the physical guy i'm the the brick and mortar guy that shows up and plays your store yeah. I agree. I would absolutely rather be playing the the paper game. I would way rather when I first got the game before the app went live. Like you could scan your cards in, but you couldn't do anything with them. Yep. Way back in August. Yep. Uh, so I would I would take my destruction starter and my chaos starter and whatever. Play solitaire. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and I would put. I would. Uh, they would go to against each other, and I learned a lot about the rules by playing both of those decks against each other. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I would way rather be playing physical. That's why I'm excited for the tournament at the end of the month at Adepticon. Which both of y'all are going to be at Adepticon, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. I know Kathy is. I am. I, I will am every be, year, so. I will probably be flying in Wednesday night. I'm not sure right now. And then... Um, leaving Sunday night on a red eye, which I did that from Vegas, and uh, that was not fun at all. <laughs> at all, oh. I they basically put my seat right next to the bathroom. Oh, that was always fun. No. Yeah, no, not at all. Could not sleep at all. Well, Kathy, she wishes she lived in Jersey so she can hang out and play with us all the time. That is very true. She probably Wait, I did. What did I say? <laughs> Jane says what Kathy is really trying to say is she wishes she lived in Jersey, which I don't think you do. And I live in Chicago. Okay. I actually would rather live in the forest in the middle of nowhere. Crap, I'm not wearing my hat. I, I had, Kathy, I picked a hat out specifically for this podcast. And you know what uh, I'm talking about. Cubs hat. It's the Cubs hat. hat. I know. Well, I know. So, Gonzo, you're, yeah. you live in Chicago, right? No, yeah. I live in Arkansas. Oh, okay. So, have you been to New York? No. Okay. Have you been to Chicago? Yes, been to Adepticon. Okay. Okay. He so, was at Adepticon. Yeah, I've been to New York. 
Okay, so for someone who's from Arkansas, who's had regular pizza and then had Chicago style pizza, what would you prefer, the lasagna or real pizza? I'd rather have Chicago style. <laughs> I like, I like, I like it. I don't it's like. Face, I don't like the whole flat wafer stuff. I like a good flat thick. Flat soggy, with... fold it in half like a taco. No, no. I, I want, I want the meat and cheese on the bottom, and then the full stack of sauce, and just go. But you with know it. what? No, 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 okay. Now this you know is funny about angry. that. Oh. What's funny about that is I don't like Chicago style pizza. Sherlock, don't don't you dare. Chicago style. I, I'm from Minnesota. I like a Sicilian style flat pizza, but it has to have a firm crust and it's cut in squares. Best pizza in Jersey, Philly areas. Sandwich. Oh, pfft. you know what? Stop with this Jersey pizza. It's made from the water from the from the from the seaside heights. So that's all salt. So, my thing is, and I and I've said this on my stream before, and Kathy can just wrong answer. Yeah, exactly. Um, how do you cook a pizza that goes in a casserole tin? That's what I want to know. Easy. You put it in the oven and bake it. You don't bake pizza. You put it in the oven, you cook it for five minutes, and you serve it. Greasy That's and all. Wrong. That would five be wrong. Minutes. I, I've worked uh. in a pizzeria. I, I happen to know that that's not how you make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. In his defense, Kane... I, I got a couple more minutes. And I gotta go. Uh, Kane says, in his defense, Chicago pizza is a lot better. I've had them both, but Chicago will, will kill you quite a lot. Will kill you quicker. It's a warm blanket around your heart. I don't want to. If I'm drunk in Chicago, I don't want to. You know, um, uh, what's the word? What's the word? I'm trying to think. Um, drown myself in Chicago pizza if I'm having a slice of pizza late at night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, pork roll. What the pork roll? I don't eat a pork what? roll. No, stop with this pork <laughs> roll nonsense. By the way, Pat's over Geno's. Pat's over Geno's. I know everyone's going to hate me for that, but... Wait, is that is that a East Coast thing? That's a Philly thing. Okay, because here we have Geno's East, which is a... I've never actually eaten there, so I I don't really have a... I don't really have a... a no, it's, um... it's There's two cheesesteak places um, um, to the left on the same road in Philly. And they've been competing for I don't know how many years. Basically, you ha when you show up, you either go to Pat's or Geno's. Mm -hmm. Wait, are we talking cheesesteak now? Yes, we're yes. talking cheesesteak. Oh. So, um, but Pat's, and you either pick Pat's or Geno's. Simple as that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I think Tony I saw. Okay. Okay. All right, Tony Jay. Tony Luke's rules all. I think um, I, I, think I saw know. a what live with Dave Cattell or late night with Dave Cattell where he did yeah. that. He went to each one of them and kind of yeah, he did. tested them yeah. out. He did. He did a uh, every one of them, and it was actually pretty cool. I yeah. missed that show. I, really I did too. It. That was a really cool show. David tells a good comedian too. If you Papa John's yeah. is is. He's, I can't. Who just said Papa John's? Uh, Binzi did. Okay, He's so I'm gonna go person. now. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. No. No, All right. that's like uh, that's burn the heretic. Yeah, that that's right. that is. That's exterminatus right there. On well, we will, yes, exterminatus. Speaking of exterminatus, I have to go. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Thank you for well, having me thanks on. Thanks for joining us. Oh. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Much I appreciated. Will, 
I will basically go back to the lab now and have John switch faces with me. So you're good to go. And, and 8 o'clock is when we switch over from our gaming stuff to our media segment where we talk about uh, movies, TV shows, books we've read, music we've listened to. Which so, is right now. So right yeah, yeah. myself over. So the gaming part of it is, is done, and but everybody can stick around and uh, listen to us talk about movies and chime in with uh, movies they've seen or would like to see or shows that they've been watching. All right. I'm going to go. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a lot, Ryan. See Twitch. you tomorrow on your stream. Yep. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. GMT. Thanks, guys. Peace. Thank you again, Kathy. And it goes. We're just going to leave that screen up because of Skype has a new change to our program. We didn't get it fixed enough time, so we're just going to leave it on that. Um, Kathy, you still there? I am still here. Okay, I was making sure. Um, so, for the people I do, today, right now is our media section. For the next 30 minutes, we'll talk about uh, everything that we've done. Kathy, I know you have one, and we could probably wait because you and I are going to talk about it at the same time. Because uh, we both saw it. We both saw uh, Captain Marvel. And we can talk about that. I actually have one, two, three, four things to talk about. Uh, five, six, actually, things to talk about. So I can go ahead and go with that. And we'll go with ours together at the very end. You all okay, right with that? Yeah, I, have, I haven't actually watched uh, a lot of TV. I've been busy with the... Uh, 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 getting my hair down and 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 hanging out with my friend while she got her hair done on Friday. That's <laughs> that's how we roll as girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was our Friday, and then Saturday we drove up to Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, and attended GaryCon, which is a gaming convention that honors Gary Gygax, the creator of Dungeons and Dragons, because we're also geeks. Oh, what? We're not geeks. <laughs> not us. We don't do that type of stuff. No, Conjugates, you are not the only one who has had a problem with the stream buffering. Uh, I have had it on and off tonight, Yeah, there is so something going on. for that. Yeah, there is something going on. It could be the new Skype problem. It's been kind of coming in and out. Um, so we're going to see if we can get that fixed next time. I may have to just go back to an older version of Skype, but it forced me to update today at the last minute. Um, all right, so uh, one of the things we'll talk about, um, I did buy, and I didn't get a chance to talk about it last, uh, last episode, I did buy the entire Avatar cartoon series, uh, which I never got to watch the entire thing, um, but I started over from episode one and working through the seasons. Um, and if you're an Avatar fan, uh, the last Airbender, of course, and I also bought the Korra one too, uh, which I watched and enjoyed, just a friend of mine hasn't. Uh, and we're watching it all together again. Um, after our last Airbender, still good. Um, it's still a good quality cartoon. Still got the stupid comedy. I don't think... Excuse me. It hasn't lost its appeal yet. It hasn't shown its age, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so I was really, 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 really liking it. Um... I, I, I'm kind of upset that it's not like on Netflix or something because it could really get a lot of people into it, especially now that Netflix is doing a new live-action TV series. Um, for me, I didn't know Netflix has the rights to the new uh, 
uh, Avatar Last Airbender and are doing a live action version of the TV series. Um, they are now quoted as saying that they're not going to whitewash the characters. And the creators of the original series are working hand in hand with Netflix and are supposed to be on scene at all times for everything, which I think is pretty interesting um, because the movie was a big problem because the people were, you know, not who they were supposed to be. They weren't the correct anything. So I think what's really going to be good about it um, going through is that they're going to do it right, hopefully this time it's the old adage of don't screw it up don't screw it up type thing um other than that uh i haven't finished the entire series so i'm not gonna give it a rating just yet so so far so good um i know john wanted to hear this but we're gonna do it anyway kathy was the old movie tag um and in that it is a comedy about uh, a bunch of guys that never stop playing a tag game. Um, it is very much a bromance movie. Uh, it has a ton of slapstick comedy and overlaying things. Um, it um, it's actually been it was actually pretty decent. I would give it maybe two space herpes, just because it was just meh. Um, but it definitely wasn't bad. It was good for one watch. After that, you're good to have it. Um, there was some good physical comedy. Um, of course, there was some good, uh, feel-good stuff going on about what's going on and with it. But if it's not your thing, just kind of pass it by. It wasn't that great, but it wasn't that awesome. Um, Kathy, let's go in the middle. Let's go ahead and go with Captain Marvel. So, you know what, let me first say, when we were at the theater Friday night, uh, you saw the trailer for The Hustle. Oh, really? Which which is a, uh, it stars Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway, mm -hmm. and the whole time I'm watching it, I didn't, I missed what the movie was actually called until the very end, and the, and the whole time I'm watching the trailer, I'm thinking, this is like, this is like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and of course, I love Dirty Rotten oh, Scoundrels. Yeah. Uh, Michael Caine and Steve Martin, and this is, it's its kind of like the female version of that. I uh -huh. hate to see, I hate to compare it like that, but but it, it is sort of like, uh, you know, the, Anne Hathaway plays the refined sort of Michael Caine, you know, yep. kind of character, and then Rebel Wilson plays the, the you know, the in-your-face humor, the comedy, the vulgar character that Steve Martin played. So I didn't. I, I I didn't get that trailer. I got Pokemon, Dark Phoenix, were the two that stuck out in my head right now. I think that was it. I can't remember what that. There was there was more, but those were the two that you got stuck the out. Ugly Dolls trailer too. And since my husband and I are fans of actual Ugly Dolls stuffed animals, I I have to say I kind of like that. Well, we didn't get that, that's for sure. But anyways, I see that Conjugate says that the first Iron Man movie is still his favorite Marvel movie, <laughs> uh, and I yeah, I really liked the first Iron Man movie. I have to say. Yeah, the first Iron Man movie. It's kind of a it's it's kind of like a nostalgia type thing. Yeah. 
it started everything and it hit all the right notes type thing. Also loved Guardians of the Galaxy and I kind of like how uh, yeah. how Captain Marvel kind of ties a little bit kind of mm-hmm. in, into that. Captain Marvel does. Um, so our review of Captain Marvel, we're going to do we're trying to get as spoiler free as possible. Hopefully we don't ruin anything for anybody. Um, Kathy, what did you think? I enjoyed it, and as other people in the chat have said, uh, not my most favorite Marvel movie, but then I haven't seen all of them. Like, some people have seen every single one, but I see them sporadically because my husband doesn't like to go see uh, movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to go, like, with my friends when I get a chance to. And uh, so we saw the 10.30 show on Friday night, and I really enjoyed it. I, I did too. It was a um, good action movie. There were some really funny parts that made me laugh out loud. Uh, I did too. Um, it is not my favorite Marvel movie by far, uh, but it is not my lowest one. Uh, it is good, and we're going to call it the MCU movie in, in, in the MCU's, not any of the other ones like the old Daredevils and all that stuff. Um, it it was good. It had some really good action. There was one or two things. Uh, special effects wise, kind of turned me off because I was like, "Oh, that's really oh, they put should have put more money into that, yeah, uh, more time." Uh, and it was like the first time that uh, she's the 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 intelligence grabs a hold of her uh, and she steps on that oh, platform. Yeah, it was kind of just like it was like really that should have been. You better know what that made effects. me think of? For some reason, it kind of made me think of the original Tron. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why, but it did. Um, I did like it. Uh, I know that there's been some backlash from people about this being like the ultra feminist movie and all about male bashing. And it wasn't. There was not this ultra male bashing, this an ultra feminist thing. It was just a good superhero movie with a female lead. And I, I was I really glad with Yeah, I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying it was just her and Nick Fury going out and uh, and kicking butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the person I saw it with is not a huge Marvel fan and not all into it and didn't watch any reviews and doesn't know any of the background and all this negative stuff that people are doing with it. And she was like, no, it was, it, there was some girl empowerment to it, but it was still a good, solid action movie. Uh, it was a good <laughs> superhero movie. You could follow it. Um, so Bitsy goes, uh, nah, that was just Brie Larson in real life. See, I don't keep track of <laughs> Actors and actresses. I don't keep track of actors and how they are in real life. Uh-huh. I was disappointed at a young, young, young age when uh, I heard that Bob Crane of Hogan's Heroes was a sex addict. And that's how he was actually murdered by the husband of somebody that he was having an affair with. So hmm. if I really uh, kept track of that shit, I'd go nuts. I wouldn't like anything. I would never watch it again. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny is uh, Brie Larson did show up to a couple of movie theaters in costume, uh, or her uh, when the movie was going and stuff, which I thought was a really cool thing. That would have been, I would have been super stoked if uh, I was sitting there and all of a sudden she comes up in full Captain Marvel you know, outfit, which is it, it, it's they don't have to do that. I'm sure it's good publicity and stuff, but. You can tell that the way this was done and the way she was, that she enjoyed her role. She wasn't doing this as a job. Sort of like how Johnny Depp really went way overboard with, you know, 
his Captain role in Pirates. Jack. Yeah, with Captain Jack. <laughs> and he really, really liked it, which was cool. Oh, crap. Is that your uh, compressor? Your air compressor? Yes, that was my air compressor. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but, I mean, it was done really well. There was... Uh, it, I will say one thing. It's interesting. I really wish they would have given this movie out before The Last Avengers uh, and not given the two after credit scenes, uh, given that one after credit scene. But that's okay. I understand it. I think it would have made more sense if they would have done it before Avengers uh, Infinity Gauntlet. It would have been cooler in my opinion, but I understand. I don't. I mean, it's just kind of a nitpick thing and not a really nitpick. I'm just thinking... It would be neat to watch that first. Um, you've seen it, you've seen Into the Spider Verse, right? Oh, that... one of my top five movies of all time. Things are balls amazing. Um, so yeah. Arkan uh, was just saying Into the Spider Verse is one of the best Marvel films for him. So. Uh, it is. I I, I, will, I will agree with you. Into the Spider Verse is one of my top movies of all time. It's just that solid good. When it comes uh, out on Netflix, then I'll see it. You know what, Kathy? I will let you borrow it for free right now. <laughs> I will I'll totally watch that. I will give you the ability to watch that right now. Right. Um, I also just saw Black Panther is on Netflix, so I will be watching that as well because I have not yet seen that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it had good action, had good comedy. Um, I will tell you what was really cool was the soundtrack. Uh, because the soundtrack was really good. Um, I thought one of the songs during the fight scenes just wasn't that great, but it was still good music, um, because it was all 90s music, um, and stuff like that, which I thought was really good. Uh, as you know, we are yeah, real picky. Yeah, 90s, whereas Guardians of the Galaxy went 80s. Yeah. Um, it was, the music was good, acting was good. Um, there were a couple of scenes that, or a couple of things that she said that were just like, what? But I mean, it wasn't, like I says, it wasn't this disaster that I was afraid it was going to be, or this thing that might've been a problem. It turned out better than I thought it was. Um, Captain Marvel isn't that huge of a name of a character on a lot of people's minds until now. But I'm glad it's good. I'm glad it came out right. I don't right. know who I was talking to who's, who described it as uh, Captain Marvel is like the Superman of, of uh, the Marvel Universe. It, it, there's a lot of people that could do that comparison. That she is the Superman of Marvel. Um, basically origin, kind of a history thing and kind of powers and stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of people that draw comparisons between the two. And I can see it. It's not a problem. Ooh. Oh, I'm all about a good soundtrack. I just saw that Kane said the soundtrack for Into the Spider-Verse was bananas good. Yes, so that was good too. That uh, will... I love a good soundtrack. Yeah. 100%. Um, there were some good scenes. There were some good pokes and jabs. They really got the 90s down really well, which I thought was really cool um, because of all the posters and the clothes. Um the very first of the movie, the Marvel, I don't know what you call it, flash page or spin page or whatever, showing all the Marvel movies was not Marvel movies this time. It was a tribute to Stan Lee, which was oh, yeah, yeah. really, really cool. Uh, kind of made me, you know, go, damn it. 
Um, and then, of course, the Stan Lee cameo was bittersweet. It was cool. If you, I'm not going to spoil it, but there, what he's doing is right up a Stan Lee thing, and it was great because of the time, uh, with the time period that it's being filmed in. Um, My friend was, Jen was like, I was crying. It was the last Stan Lee cameo there ever will be. Um, actually, there's supposedly <laughs> there's supposed to be some more. He's supposed to have filmed it's, a bunch more. We were wondering if he like like stocked up on the cameos to just insert into random movies uh they did say he did do a, a different cameos uh we oh, just that's don't funny. know what. <laughs> yeah um which at the end of my movie um after we saw their two in credit scenes um this kid and he was probably maybe seven or eight uh was like he was with his family and he was like dad i'm sad and he's like and the, dad, and the dad was like, why? And he was like, that's the last time we're going to see Stan Lee again. And that's we're not going to see him do cameos. The Marvel, you know, he, 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 you could tell the kid was upset that he knew that Stan Lee was gone and he was afraid that he wasn't going to see him again. And the kid was, the kid was, I mean, started having a crackle in his voice. It's like, I can't believe it's the last time I'm going to see Stan Lee. And I was like, I was kind of hit by that because, you know, I grew up. And everything, and to hear someone that young going, you know, we're not going to see Stan Lee again in a Marvel movie, which we're supposedly going to get some more. Yeah, you know, I was like, damn, that was pretty freaking cool um, for that kid to say. And it kind of made me cry, you know, kind of made me, you know, kind of feel proud or whatever, or, you know, just happy that the kid knew who this was and. Everything was going on, but I mean, it was it was interesting to hear that from someone of a younger generation. Um, I, I uh, I've got to give this. How many space herpes do you give it, Kathy? I'd give it one. Yeah, I, I'm generous. Uh, so I would only give it one. Uh, because I liked it, but it is it Casablanca? No, it's not. No. Um, I, I agree with you. I'm one to one and a half. Uh, one and a half just because there were some nitpick things. But as for... It is definitely not the worst Marvel movie. Uh, MCU movie, I should say. Um, it is definitely not the worst one. It definitely is a good one. Um, Conjugate says here. Dark Knight was good. Like of superhero movies overall. Yeah, <laughs> Dark Knight was good. So, I mean, it, it was good. I, I suggest people go watch it. It has some good one-lines. Uh, Nick Fury's really good. Um, you do get some good cameos, uh, not only from, uh, Stan Lee, but other characters within the MCU. Um, so it was, it was quite good. I suggest go seeing it. Um, so I'm about, about a one, one and a half pushing it. Um, let's see. I did watch the new Star Trek Discovery, uh, which was really good. Um, still no space herpes on this one. Uh, I did watch the new um, Orville that came out, and I, I'm still on the same aspect. This one was much better in the comedy department than the last few have been, but it still got the same thing. I want more comedy from the Orville. I don't want serious from the Orville. I want more oh, comedy. It's funny, because I was just reading about somebody who was like, the Orville has finally hit their stride, and 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 gotten away from the whole comedic nature 
and is, is really become a, a good sci-fi show, which I think is funny because you were just saying how you like the comedy part of it. Yeah, I want the comedy. I want I want the comedy from the Orville. I don't want the serious sci-fi from them. Um, if they can ever hit that perfect balance, I think they'll do amazing. Still wasn't a bad episode. It's just not exactly what I'm looking for. Um, what else? Um, new show on Netflix. Uh, I started watching. It is called The Order. Um, for everybody that doesn't know, The Order is a series on Netflix about a kid that joins a secret mage society at college, of course, because that's where everything secret society comes out, um, of mages. And the mages are uh, attacked by werewolf. Uh, either oh my werewolf God, my or friend werewolf. was just reading about that. I'm like, I feel like I have to watch it only because I like werewolves. Yes. Um, well, I'm only about like four episodes in. Um, it does kind of have a CW vibe. Um, you can tell that there's going to be a lot of romance crap going on. Um, or and stuff like that. Special effects, fine. I haven't seen any issues with the special effects. Um, Story-wise, it's not that great. The overall story plot is this 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 kid wants to join this college, and the reason why they're going to this college is because the blue order of the blue rose is there, and supposedly the order of blue rose killed his mother, and so the the father, which is if anybody remembers and shows how old I am, he was Max Headroom, um, is in there, and uh, that freewer. I'll just pull that off the top of my head like I never usually can. <laughs> and they're supposed to infiltrate the Blue Order and kill the guy that killed uh, his mother. Cool. Okay, I got that. I can handle that. I'm, not, I'm, all, I'm all in on that. Um, and it's supposedly going to be about mages versus werewolves, which I'm, of course, an old world darkness, world of darkness person, role player, and I'm like, that's a cool storyline. Um, but it's just not working. Um, the story is just not there. It's moving across very slowly. Um, you're not getting much mage or much werewolf in it. Uh, like I said, it's very pulling up a very CW vibe where you know that eventually it's going to turn into this big love crap. Hey, uh, Trash Panda's here all the way at the very end of the show. Thanks for showing <laughs> up, Trash. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not working. The werewolves do look cool that they've shown so far, uh, which is always really hard for some people to do. They either look really derpy or they look really cool. And so far the werewolves look really cool. Um, I'm going to watch the rest of the season, uh, and then I'll make a full judgment, but right now it's not looking good. Um, it, it's not pulling me in or sucking me in like anything else. Uh, it's just kind of there. Um, I could probably live or live without it right now. Uh, and then my last one of the night is um, I've watched the new episode of Deadliest Class, or Deadly Deadly Class, which uh, we've talked about before, which is the the Hogwarts meets Assassins. Um, it's still pretty decent. Uh, there were some pretty good scenes. Um, there was a scene, and like I said, this is all done in the 80s, so of course the soundtracks are all amazing, um, and everything's really good. There's been some really good comedy in this one, 
the story's actually moving along. They're actually building on stuff. Uh, it's still maybe one space herpes um, out of five. Uh, it's a pretty good sci-fi show. They get away with a lot of stuff. They do a lot of things. Um, I can see the season's probably going to wrap up pretty soon. But overall, it's still been pretty good. Um, so maybe we'll see some more fun with that. Oh, talk about Tim Burton. I just saw Trash Panda's uh, Tim Burton reference. Uh, we got the we got the trailer for uh, Dumbo. And oh, I been... saw the trailer for Dumbo. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not really excited for it, except for I know that movie because it's done by Tim is done by Tim Burton is going to have some amazing visuals. I I bet it will surprise people and that it will be good. I hope it is. It's just you know we got that thing about it and about live action Disney movies that have just been kind of meh. Yeah, but I mean yeah. But for overall. I know it's going to look gorgeous, and I know that the scenes and the sets and the visuals are going to be really cool. It did look whimsical, and that brings us right back around to Michael Keaton. Yeah. Because he's in it. Correct. Um, So it's what that four degrees of trash panda? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because Michael Keaton is in that, and going back to Michael Keaton, (laughs) Batman. Uh, And it was okay. so, this next few times, we're going to have... What, what, what movies have we got? Oh, uh, we did have... I did have the Dark Phoenix trailer on mine. Did you have the Dark Phoenix trailer on yours? I have no recollection of the Dark Phoenix, okay. so I'm going to say no. It is the new X-Men movie coming out, and I'm kind of meh about it. I want it to be good, and I want it to do good, but I really don't care about the characters. We've mentioned this before, because the new trailers came out, John and I did, and... I really hope it's good. I really, really, really hope it's good. But I don't see it doing very well. I hope. Because the Dark Phoenix is such a cool story. It's neat. The characters are cool. I just don't see it being awesome. So, hopefully it will be. Trash Pandas are everywhere. (laughs) Trash Panda, thank you for coming in and, and providing our four degrees of Trash Panda for us. Um, we appreciate it guys. We're coming to the end of the show. I know this is, uh, we, we do a different show than most people and we're kind of weird. If you just hit that follow button up there, we would appreciate it. You can see us when we go live. Uh, not only do I go live on like every other Tuesday doing my role playing game. Uh, and of course I paint live on Mondays and Thursdays, which is at almost the same time as, uh, VS Schmidtbot does his champion stream. Yep. Um, I paint miniatures, so. Yeah, Kathy, on uh, Mondays and Thursdays, we'll paint miniatures from 10 to 12 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, And she'll go in there and talk with her. She will give you advice. She'll crack a joke with you. Kathy's very awesome about that. Um, I I do my RPG on uh, Tuesday nights almost every other weekend. Or every other week, excuse me. And then and our podcast is generally, it's just a general gaming. I mean, we cover not only card games, but also board games and role-playing games and tabletop war games. So it's it's kind of a melange. And then we always have the media section uh, in the last half hour. So, you know, if you like just general gaming stuff, uh, it would be awesome if you showed up like every Sunday night. Yeah, that would be cool. Because we talk about a lot of things and we have a good time. Um, also, we do provide some good codes from our sponsors and good giveaways uh, when we get them. Um, we, uh, you notice we don't do a lot of stuff on, uh, 
Twitch, we would rather you jump on our Patreon where we can give you even better stuff. Uh, so if you get a chance, check out our Patreon page. Uh, I will be putting up a new reward pretty soon that is going to be geared around me. Um, that is not forcing me to sing songs. Um, <laughs> it will require me to do some extra work outside no, and provide no a service. No one here has the... Uh... The song one, we used we had a, a Patreon level where if you pledged like twenty bucks, you could hear you could request a song for either Gonzo or I to sing. And the was it the last one we did where I did Will Smith's Wild Wild West? Yeah, I think you no, I think the last one was me and I had to do um Feel Like a Woman. I missed that episode. Oh no, you were there. That, I, I think I you muted your headphones. Out- I uh, I may have blocked it. And it's better that you did. <laughs> it's better that you did because it sucked. Because um, I, I did uh, have to do Fresh Prince. I Will Smith, Wild Wild West was uh, classic. So. Yep. <laughs> so, guys, we appreciate you listening. Um, we appreciate everything. This is the end of our podcast. Uh, we come back and see us. Check it out. You can also check us out on Facebook. We release a lot of information. Other than that, for episode 71 and More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm Kathy. Good night.